Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sniffin' Lines. This is your boy, Hunter Mickles. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the locks of the week. Then we're going to jump into Tate's guest picks. Didn't have, didn't have the best, didn't have the best week. That is for sure. And then I'm going to be recapping the rest of my week three picks while also giving you guys my early week four best bets. So, lot to talk about. Uh, let's jump right into it. It was a, it was a pretty good week of football. Tate started us off. He went one and two on the week. He had Florida State minus twenty six at Boston College. Florida State won thirty one to twenty nine. It was the red bandana game for Boston College. It, you just can't bet against the red bandana game. They weren't losing by twenty seven points on such a such an important day for him. So Tate started off zero and one. Then he had Iowa State minus two and a half at Ohio. Iowa State goes in and loses ten to seven. Tate had them winning by ten plus points. He's like easy win for him is disrespectful. Yeah, right. Iowa State is horrible. Send them to Mars and give Matt Campbell a lifetime contract. As an Iowa fan, I hope Matt Campbell coaches there forever because he is horrid. He should have left for a big-time job when he had the chance because he is just not good. He is just not a good coach whatsoever. So give him a lifetime contract. And then he had Washington minus 16.5 at Michigan State. Washington went into East Lansing and beat him 41-7. They're up 35-0 at halftime. Michael Penix Jr. had 375 passing yards in the first half alone. Like he's got he's he's got to be a favorite to win the Heisman right now. He is just so good. Michigan State's in shambles. Michigan State's program is screwed. So Tate one and two on the week moves him to seven and two overall, still in first place. Then we got Ryder. He went two and one this week. Started off with Oklahoma minus 27 and a half at Tulsa. Oklahoma beat the shit out of Tulsa. Their offense bounced back big time, just like Ryder said they would. They won 66-17. to It was it was just a fucking piss. Like, they pissed on Tulsa. It was bad. Then he also had Iowa State minus 2.5 at Ohio. Same as above, just Iowa State's bad. Simple as that. And then he also had Washington minus 16.5 at Michigan State. Just talked about it. Washington's just a damn good team. I got them ranked sixth in the country right now. Up next, we got Healy. Jake Healy, 3-0 on the week. He had Northwestern at Duke. He had Duke minus 18.5. They won by 24. Riley Leonard played pretty solid. Northwestern had their chan- had their chances to cover, but they just, they just weren't good enough. Ben Bryant, not a good quarterback, had a costly turnover, which is the reason Duke covered. So I'll take it. Um, then he had Navy plus fourteen at Memphis. Memphis won this game twenty-eight to twenty-four. Navy threw the ball a lot, like not a lot, but for Navy standards, they threw the ball. Like they're not air raid by any means, but they threw the ball a lot, and it, it helped. It helped them cover this game, honestly. And then he had App State minus nine and a half versus Eastern Carolina. App State won 43-28. It was a great pick. I don't know how the spread was so low. East Carolina is not a good team whatsoever. App State minus 9.5 is extremely disrespectful to them. And it showed they covered. So Healy 3-0, 6-3 now on the season. Then we had Blake. 
Blake went five and four, or excuse me, Blake went two and one. He's five and four total. He has South Carolina plus twenty seven and a half at Georgia. Georgia only won twenty four to fourteen. South Carolina was winning this game fourteen to three at the half. I thought, I thought we had a little bit of an upset brewing, but Georgia outscored him twenty one nothing in the second half. Georgia's offense does look questionable though. I don't know. I really don't know what's going on with Georgia, but they do not look very good. Their defense looks good, don't get me wrong, but their offense with Carson Beck at quarterback just hasn't been all that great this year. They've been slow to start games. So South Carolina covers that one. Then he had Kansas State versus Missouri. He had Missouri plus six. Missouri wins this game 30-27 to on a game-winning 61-yard field goal. That was an SEC record. Um... Kansas State had their chances to pull away in this game. Missouri did not look very good whatsoever uh, for a little while. Then they, they looked a lot better towards the end of the game. I think Kansas State could have covered this if they would have went to overtime. They could have won by a touchdown, but they didn't. Missouri makes a 61-yard field goal as time expires, and they cover the plus six and get the win outright. Then he had Alabama minus 32 at USF. Alabama only wins this game 17-3. Just a horrendous game out of Alabama. They're in trouble. Jalen Milrow, definitely the clear number one quarterback there. He's he's starting again now against, uh, who do they got, Ole Miss. Uh, Nick Saban announced that he's the starter earlier Monday. So um, we'll see how they do. I think Jalen Milrow, like, I think he's actually not that bad of a quarterback. Made some bad decisions against Texas. I think this game was showing... From what I heard and what I read on Alabama 247, it seemed like the offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, wanted Tyler Buckner to be the starting quarterback and was not a fan of Jalen Milrow. Nick Saban said, fuck that. Jalen Milrow is the clear number one. Played him two games. Tommy Reese is like, he's not playing like the clear number one. So Nick Saban gave Tommy his chance to play Tyler Buckner. Tyler Buckner looked like the worst quarterback to put on the Alabama jersey and probably ever. He was horrendous, like 5 for 14 for like 30-some yards. Just a horrible quarterback. Then they threw Ty Simpson in there. He showed flashes of what he can be. He, he looked good at times, but you just got to stick with Jalen Milrow. He's good in the air, not good in the air, but he's he can get the job done in the air, and he's got, he's got the speed to be a damn good running quarterback. You just got to go with Jalen Milrow the rest of the season there. But Alabama minus 32 does not cover. Moving on, we got myself. I went 1-2 and two this week. I had Duke minus 18.5 versus Northwestern. I uh, just talked about it. Riley Leonard, damn good quarterback. He's the reason we got the cover. Then I had Mississippi State plus 9.5 versus LSU. They lost 41-14. to 14. I mean, this was just horrendous. J- Jaden Daniels played one of the best games I've ever seen. He was he looked outstanding as a quarterback. Uh, just not much else to say about that. I loved that bet. I loved Mississippi State plus 9.5. Did not work out for me. Then I had Penn State at Illinois over 48.5. This one had its chances to hit. Um, Penn State just didn't finish drives like I thought they would. They had four ch- or three chances because they kicked the field goal. But three chances to score with uh, within the three-yard line, and they got stuffed on all of them, and then they kicked a field goal. Then they started driving down the field, and then their quarterback threw an interception. So over 48-and-a-half had its chances. The final score was 30-13. to 13. Like, we were a touchdown away from it. So 
not too worried about it. I, I I read the game right. Just Penn State didn't finish some drives. That's that happens. So I'm three and six overall. And then moving on, we got CJ two and one this week. Three and six overall. He had Wisconsin minus nineteen and a half versus Georgia Southern. Wisconsin covers this one, thirty-five to fourteen. They this was not looking good. Georgia Southern went up fourteen to seven early in the third quarter, and then their quarterback just went to shit. He threw five interceptions on the game. Uh, it just not not a pretty game out of him. So Wisconsin minus nineteen and a half won it for CJ. Then he had a Clemson minus twenty four and a half versus Florida Atlantic. Clemson won this one forty eight to fourteen. Clemson's offense starting to get a little hot. FAU quarterback Casey Thompson done for the year. Transfer from Nebraska uh, and Texas. Just you got a feel for the kid. Sixth year in college, just hasn't really had a chance. This was his. This was going to be a season. FAU was going to have a solid year. And I believe he tore his ACL. Done for the year. Probably college career done. Football career done. So that's a shame. But CJ 2-0 there. And then he had Northwestern plus 18.5 at Duke. Silly pick. Silly, silly pick, CJ. You silly guy. But 2-1, 3-6 overall. Updated standings. We got Tate in first at 7-2. and two. Uh, Ryder and Healy are tied for second at 6-3. and three. Blake in fourth at 5-4. and four. And then myself and CJ tied for last at three and six. I mean, all it takes is one week. I'm not too worried about it. All it takes is one week. Then let's talk about the guest picker. I call this motherfucker a betting expert. Tate, you let me down. You let the fans down. I hope people, I guess it doesn't matter if they faded you because you went 50%. You started it off with Penn State minus 14 and a half. That was a win. They won by 17. Then you went with my lock, Mississippi State plus 9.5. That was a loss. Kansas State, minus 5. Also a loss. North Carolina, minus 7.5 at home against Minnesota. They smoked them. That was a win. Washington, minus 16 at Michigan State. A win. Then you had Tennessee, minus 6.5. Wow, guys, does Tennessee look bad? Joe Milton, I call it. Joe Milton, I'm not bought in on him. He overthrows his guys. He's just not accurate at all. The run game didn't look all that great. Tennessee minus six and a half loss. Then he had BYU plus eight, and he got a win. You know, Tate, fuck you for this one, you know. You should have just went with Arkansas with me. because Arkansas should have won that game so easily, but they just choked. K.J. Jefferson didn't have the best game. It's a shame, but... What can you do? BYU plus eight, that's a win for Tate. Then he had Syracuse minus two and a half, which was also a win. He said Purdue at night didn't scare him. He was right. Purdue looks bad. Garrett Schrader for Syracuse looks like a damn good quarterback. Syracuse is uh, not a bad team this season. Then he had Pitt minus one against West Virginia. That was a loss. Should have known. I mean, going into a rivalry game on the road, West Virginia didn't look as bad as I thought they were. So, Pitt minus one will take a loss there. And then we both had Colorado minus 23. That was a loss. Colorado did not deserve to win that game whatsoever. You could see Colorado State was playing a little dirty, playing a little physical. It kind of hurt them in the end. They had like 17 penalties or something like that. But that holding call in overtime that they called uh, to take back a touchdown in the second overtime, uh, that was a bunch of horse shit. 
Colorado got gifted that game by the refs. I'm going to say it right there. They got completely outplayed. They couldn't stop the crossing routes to save their lives. Oregon's going to put up 55 points on them next week. It's not even going to be fucking close. Colorado's defense is horrendous. Deion Sanders, not bought in. Couple, couple nice wins at the beginning of the season. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not bought in on him. Uh, I think Oregon curb stomps him, fucking stops his stupid-ass hype train they got going on, and beats him by about 40. No, I don't think they'll win by 40, but I hope to God they do. Anyways, uh, moving on for the updated standings for the guest pickers. We've only had two. Noah's in first at 8-2. and two. Tate, you're in second at 5-5. Five and five. Now we're going to recap the rest of my week three picks. Uh, first, Central Michigan plus 33.5 at Notre Dame. That was a cover. Win. Louisiana Monroe plus 36.5 at Texas A&M. Loss. They lost by 44. They just didn't put up uh, points like I thought they would. I thought they'd probably put up 17 points against them. If they did, that would have covered. But they only put up three. So what can you do? Then I had Georgia Tech plus 20.5 at Ole Miss. This was a heartbreaking uh, no cover. They were covering for how long? And then I can't exactly remember what happened, but Ole Miss scored a touchdown late. And, yeah, it just a heartbreaking no cover there. Uh, then I had Arizona minus 17.5 uh, versus UTEP. That was a win. I was so confident in this game. I wanted to put it as a lock, but it was – I don't know why I didn't. Uh, it was a stupid idea by me. But Arizona minus 17.5 covered. UAB minus 2.5 versus Louisiana Lafayette. That was a loss. Um, I said UAB was probably the better team. Not even close. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette was by far better. Uh, Bama minus 32 at USF. Just talked about it. That was a loss. Then I had Tulane minus 13 at Southern, uh, Southern Miss. That was a win. They won by 18, I believe. Then I had South Alabama plus 7.5 at Oklahoma State. That was a win. They walked in there and beat Oklahoma State by 26. Oklahoma State is bad. Uh, they don't know who the fuck their quarterback is. Uh, Mike Gundy, it's time to move on, man. The transfer portal, you just don't like it, and it's going to come back to bite your team in the ass. So South Alabama plus 7.5 was a win. Then, of course, I had Western Michigan at Iowa under 42.5. I mean, th what the fuck? You can't even be, I can't even be, like, mad because I'm an Iowa fan. But Iowa decides to put up 41 points the one time I bet they're under. I always stay away from betting Iowa unders because I'm an Iowa fan. I would love to see Iowa put up 45 points. So I don't bet it. I don't want to cheer against them. The one time I do, they put up 41. Brian, great play calls. It was a very good called game by Brian, not going to lie. Cade missed some throws. Iowa could have scored 50 probably. Uh, that interception right before half should have been a touchdown. Cade missed the throw. Simple as that. But the under 42.5, loss. I can't believe it. Then I had Colorado State at Colorado over 61. That was a win. That was a shootout. Um, then I had Minnesota at North Carolina under 51.5. That was a win. UTSA at Army on Thursday night over 44. That was a win. And then Louisiana Lafayette at UAB over 60. Also a win. And then Georgia Southern at Wisconsin, over 65. That was a loss. Just unfortunate. Georgia Southern, like I said earlier, they threw five interceptions. Uh, they they had drives going. Interception. Their quarterback played terribly. So very well could have covered, but 
It didn't, so whatever. But overall, I went eight and seven, and then one and two for locks. So nine and nine total. Um, I'm now 21 and 23, which is 47.7% on the season. It's it's not great, but a lot of season left. Uh, I'm going to bounce back. I know it. I started, I mean, I just lost a few by a very close margin. I'm not too worried about it right now. This could be could be a lot different. So, yeah, 21 and 23 on the season now. Not too bad. Not great. Not good. Whatever. I'll bounce back. I'm going to get into my early week four best bets. I really like these ones. There's a lot of them. The board is outstanding this week. For some of these lines are very confusing. I am a little worried about this. Washington's only a 21-point favorite at home against California. I don't know how. Washington is by far, uh, by far a better team. More than 21 points better than California. They might be the best team in the Pac-12. California is mid-tier towards the lower end of the Pac-12. Um, so Washington minus 21 versus California. Then I have Troy minus 3.5 versus Western Kentucky. Troy's coming off a tough loss at home against James Madison, 16-14. to 14. Troy's a good team. I look for them to bounce back. I know Western Kentucky just got their shit rocked by Ohio State, but now they got to travel to Troy, and Troy is not an easy team to beat. Give me Troy minus 3.5. Then I got Duke minus 21 at UConn. I just... UConn's not a good team. They just lost to FIU, I believe. Um, FIU's not good. I think Duke goes in there and steamrolls them. Uh, Out-of-conference game, I think they just beat the shit out of them. Simple as that. Then I got South Alabama minus 15.5 at home against Central Michigan. Central Michigan just put up a fight against Notre Dame. They were out-physicaled by a mile. I know South Alabama just might be a little bit of a hangover game. But they get it at home. If this was on the road, I wouldn't bet it. They get it at home. I think South Alabama can win this game by about three touchdowns. That would cover this easily. Give me South Alabama minus 15.5. Then I got Middle Tennessee State minus 2.5 at home against Colorado State. Colorado State coming off a heartbreaking loss. Going on the road again, this time to Middle Tennessee State. I just I like Middle Tennessee State to win this game by a field goal or more. Give me Middle Tennessee State minus 2.5. And then the last one, I got Oregon State minus two and a half at Wazoo. Wazoo is a good team. I think Oregon State's better. Simple as that. I think Oregon State's defense is better. I think DJ is a damn good quarterback, good enough to compete with Cam Ward from Washington State. Give me Oregon State minus two and a half. So recap them: Washington minus twenty-one, Troy minus three and a half, Duke minus twenty-one. South Alabama minus 15 and a half, Middle Tennessee State minus two and a half, and Oregon State minus two and a half. I know they're all favorites. I'll look into the underdogs a little more here. Um, but right now, those six favorites stand out to me. Those aren't my only plays this week. Like I said, I love the board. It is a damn good board for betting this week. I'm going to hammer it. I'm going to have more plays than I did last week, and I had 18. Just a reminder follow me on Twitter. At Sniffin' Lines Pod. I don't say all my plays on here. So those of you that are probably fading me because I'm not fucking betting all that well, you're not seeing all my bets if you don't follow me on Twitter. So give me a follow. 
won't let you guys down. At Sniffin' Lines Pod. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is your boy, Hunter Mickles. Peace.